0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for joining on a lower note. Today we've got a comparison between Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege and a brand new game that is coming out called Ready or Not. Um, we don't know much on this discussion except for Andy, who's going to be our informative uh, on this. And today we've also got a special guest, um, my buddy Darren. Darren, go ahead, go ahead and say hi.
1: Hey, everybody.
0: <laughs> so Darren's going to be joining us, uh, joining us for this one because he's – Um, He knows a lot on Rainbow Six Siege and can help us guide our conversation towards there. So, Andy, I'm just going to let you run the show here.
2: Cool. All right. So I've been following this game for a while. Um, Production started, I believe, it's in June of 2016 is when production started officially on this game. Uh, It comes to us from Void Interactive. um, That is the developer behind the game. Uh, We haven't heard too much as far as... spoilers is you know what we're going to get with the game uh, or when it's coming out there is no official release date as of this time uh, Void Interactive is still kind of uh, playing around with that. And they've had multiple times we've seen on Reddit threads and other things like that, where we think the game is going to be, you know, a trailer is going to come out or things like that, but we haven't got anything official yet. So we are waiting on that. Uh, as far as the game goes, uh, it is a lot like Rainbow Six in the fact that you are, um, it puts you in the boots of a SWAT team um, in the United States. Um, this is in a time where you, um, uh, we have an income disparity between classes, uh, middle class, upper class, and the entire world just kind of goes into a little bit of a havoc. Um, So that's kind of the situational um, feel that you're going to get with the game. Now, as far as the different game modes, uh, we have your standard uh, team V team multiplayer. So that'll put you in a squad of five, just like rainbow six siege. It'll be a five on five. It'll be kind of the same deal. Um, However, one big Uh, difference between the two, Uh, you have a preparation phase in Rainbow Six Siege, whether you're attacking or defending. So if you're defending, you know, you're reinforcing walls, you're getting the base prepped. And then if you're attacking, you have the drone phase where you're trying to get as much information as possible. Sure. So when it comes to ready or not, it's a little bit different. So when you're attacking, uh, if you're going to be attacking, uh, you do get semi the same. It's a drone phase but not all of the drones are the same. We're going to have some drones that are actual, you know, flying drones where you're going to be able to try and get an aerial map of the of the map. Sorry, aerial view of the map. Okay. Um, and then you'll also have those driving drones. And then there's also going to be um, deployable drones. So like kind of like a rover um, type deal. So there's different. Uh, they can handle different terrains as well. So like um, these drones are not going to be able to jump. They're not going to be able to do things like that. Um, So it'll be more realistic in the sense that you won't be able to maneuver, you know, basically anywhere with one drone. Um, So those are a couple of the, and then when you are uh, defending, uh, you're going to, instead of doing that preparation phase where you're boarding up walls and that kind of thing, you get a layout of the map, um, this is also for offense, but you plan where you're going to be um, either defending or where, plan where you're going to be attack, and then you can kind of um, vote on where you want to attack from. So you get like a, a blueprint of the map, and then each teammate is able to vote on where you want to go ahead and start your attack. A um, couple other differences uh, that I can talk about, player dynamics. Um, so with Siege, you have that one... Uh, lean left or right is kind of their main dynamic. Um, and that, that's what kind of sets it apart from other games like Call of Duty and other shooters is that you do have that added function where you're going to be able to peer on corners and kind of get that more um, strategic aspect. Now, with this game, it's going to let you not only lean side to side, but your player is going to be able to lean with multiple parts of the body. So say you want, oh, to, so say you want to be prone or laying down, but you don't want your entire body, you know, inside of the door you're going to be able to lay lay down but also move kind of lean to the side so that way your entire body isn't out there for people to shoot at so that so that dynamic of that aspect of the game is going to be changed and much more realistic as far as what you're able to do um, with your player Um, now i will say this originally is going to be released on pc um, for a limited time it's going to be only pc um, and that is also because of the extra controls that um you know, like I talked with that player dynamic, um, they can need a lot more buttons. So that's also what's holding it up for console is that they're trying to be able to formulate <laughs> it into a controller where you're gonna be able to get all these realistic features but still play it on a console. So that is also something that's playing into us not having a release date yet. Okay. Um and then, as far as a couple of the other game modes, you'll have you could play uh, single player, and then it's not going to be where it's just like situations and you're by yourself on Rainbow Six Siege. This uh, single player is going to allow you to control a team of AIs, um, and you basically act as their captain, and then you'll be giving out commands, and then they will follow along, and you basically plan the attack by yourself. So you can do this single player if you're not feeling, you know, playing with other people at the time. And then the third game mode, uh, it is an eight person team. So you basically, basically the single player, but it's uh, all, you're not playing against a team of humans. You'd be playing a team against, you know, teams of AIs and other things. So you act out situations. So, um, you, you know, you got to go free a hostage or you got to uh, neutralize a terrorist attack, things like that, that actual SWAT teams are going to be um, performing on a day-to-day basis. So uh, those are some of the key things that I wanted to open with. Um, so you guys, uh, we, can, we can talk about it from here. Those are the few things that I wanted to kind of open up the conversation with.
0: Yeah, I mean, I love I love the stuff you're talking about, like the, the body movement thing. That's definitely something different that we see contrasting to Rainbow Six Siege because all you get in Rainbow Six is that little lean to the right or left kind of exposing more than you want to at some some points and you know like you when you were talking about laying down and uh being able to shift your body in ways that you want that definitely is um an advantage to this kind of shooter absolutely and you know so like i guess for it kind of sounds like the same kind of game but like is there different so contrasting from multiplayer is there big significances that um re- like really shift that game from rainbow six right
2: absolutely so you are going to see um differences in combat so it's going to be basically the smoothness of it uh because it's going to be a lot more realistic um, as far as we have gore that's going to be way increased um and then the realistics I'm sorry, the realisticness of your guns is a major factor. Um, Rainbow Six Siege, you know, obviously you have unlimited clips, or not unlimited clips, I'm sorry, but you are able to just drop a clip and, you know, put another one in until you run out of ammo completely in that gun. Um, whereas Ready or Not is going to give you a set amount of clips. So it's going to be, it's going to shorten your ammo. And then once you actually are out of that clip your gun is going to it's going to give you that pop at the end notifying you that you're out and then you actually have to take time to pull the clip out grab a clip from your belt reload that clip back in the gun cock the gun and have it ready to go so the reload process is way more realistic it's not just you know you press a button and then it does everything for you um so basically all of the mechanics are going to be Uh, It's going to take a a little bit more time-consuming, but it's going to feel a whole lot more realistic because you actually have to do everything.
1: So it's basically intensifying all the normal mechanics of a shooter.
2: Absolutely. Yep, it's it's trying to make it as realistic as possible. It's going to make
1: you want to count those bullets for sure.
2: Exactly, exactly. And that's one of the things um, that Void Interactive, one of the articles that was put out, (laughs) they actually – we're talking about the fact that you need to be conscious of your ammo because you only have, you know, that set amount that you can carry on you. And so once you're out, you're out and you need to either get ammo from your teammates, which is a thing. Um, they have, what uh, they're going to have what's called ammo sharing. So you can actually toss a clip to somebody across a room from you and they can put it in their gun. Uh, you know, if it is, if
0: it matches. Wow! Yeah, well, they're taking it to a whole new level.
2: Yeah, it's pretty impressive the things that we're supposed to be seeing with this game, which is another reason I've been following it for two
0: years, waiting for you know a release. Right? Have they given anything out after, like you said, there's teasers and stuff. Yeah. So we've had
2: spoilers. Um, The biggest, I'd say, the biggest following is on Reddit. Um, They actually have a whole page designated, or a whole um, r slash Reddit ready, or designated to this for people to check out and void interactive themselves have let out a few things like, Oh, you know, release date for uh, August of 2018. That was the first thing we saw was a release date of August, 2018. Okay, And so that got me super excited. And, you know, the entire community was hopping it up. And then about a month later, they said, push back three months. Okay. And then it was supposed to be November, 2018, and we still don't have the game and we have no more, you know, we have no more teasers or no more uh, anyone saying that it's supposed to be coming out. Sure. So, so at this point, go ahead. Don't, no, I'll keep going. Yeah, no, I was just saying, so at this point we don't have any proof or um, facts that say it's going to be coming out anytime soon.
1: Gotcha. So comparing it to Siege, Uh, obviously they're both basically just attack and defense games with uh, one life per round. And there's probably going to be rounds, I would assume, in Ready or Not. But when it comes to, like, Siege, you have operators each have their own special abilities on attack and defense. And how do you think Ready or Not's going to change that compared to Siege?
2: Yeah, so what it looks like um, with with the operators themselves in ready or not is you're not going to, it's not going to have the same type of, you know, everyone gets their own special ability or power up or anything like that. Um, this one, again, they're going more realistic to where you're all, um, or you're all the same, same person practically because you're all part of the United States SWAT team. Um, so basically think- all just recruit. You're basically yeah, so you're all going to look like recruit, but
0: um, they do. So it's as realistic as possible. It is very oh, yeah. realistic. Yes. Yeah, but
2: you do have it is cool because they're letting you customize subtle things from your face mask under your helmet okay. uh, to your your name plate. So you'll actually have like a um, right. how they have like on so the pers- army yeah. or military uniform like your. So personalization
0: bash. is all there. Yes, yeah, so it, it's okay. very
2: it's very minimal. I'll say um, the 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 personalization because you're still going to get that. Uh, full black outfit, um, and then everyone's going to kind of be wearing the same thing. It'll be just those small tweaks that'll kind of yep. set you apart from others, as far as operators.
1: So there's not—you don't think there's going to be any like specific like classes you can choose from? It's just uh, you basically just pick recruit and then pick your weapons.
2: Correct. So from what I understand here, it's all going to be the same officer. Um, you will, however, um, there are. I guess classes in the sense that um, they're, if you choose like a light machine gun class, you get a heavier jacket um, and vest. Oh, okay. So, there's variations there, um, but it's, again, very minimal. So, it's similar and, to and the some...
1: armor and speed variations in Siege.
2: Correct. It It is similar in that sense. Um, it's just uh, touching back on that fact that you're all going to be still wearing black, so you still look the same, but there are variations within uh, the guns and armor like that oh
3: that's really cool uh i think with siege they got a little bit bizarre with it with the classes and stuff like you you had different variations and different looks and different styles they got really like unique with it you know making them get like really bizarre looks like so, stuff you wouldn't actually see in uh, a situation like uh
2: yeah, absolutely no, I, want, no, so, I wanted to ask so you this guys ad- i'm sorry don't keep going
3: Oh, I was just going to say that just adds to the the whole real element, making it more like serious, focused. Like you all look the same. There's not really any focus on how you look.
2: Absolutely. No, I wanted to get your guys' opinion just on this because I love Siege too and I've played it for a long time. But um, going back to like the original operators, um, you know, how they had that starting, how many ever it was, like 20 operators. Um, But I just feel like they're, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, But I feel like they're running out of people, like running out of new power-ups to give. So they're just kind of tweaking to get, you know, new operators. And they're just tweaking current operators' special abilities a little bit. And I think they're just running out of options. I
1: remember Ubisoft saying that by the time they're, like, what they want to be done with rainbow six siege is that their goal is to have 50 different operators on attack and defense total and that that's just like insane to me because this is like what do you think that they could come up with for different abilities to make them all unique to each other
2: it's just exactly
0: and you know that's something that is very difficult because there's so many things that you could just that are already out there like let's say twitch twitch is so standard that a little mod, uh, modification to that specialist can be so different. And I think that maybe the route they're taking is taking old operators and just revamping them a little bit and just giving them like a, a, a sort of different play style, if that makes sense.
2: Right. And like, I agree with what you're saying. But the thing is, you know, for them to continuously tweak on things and make it um you know just trying to change it a little bit here and there even so they're going to get further and further away and what it's going to do is it's going to push things to become you know either too futuristic like we get with like certain games Call yeah, Duty infinite we're going to get to like infinite warfare <laughs> level where it's like you know you're supposed to be a SWAT team member but you have this gadget like freaking pulses gadget for instance for instance, you, ha- you have a heartbeat scanner, which, you know, actually exists in real life. I'm not saying that's not a thing, yep. but you have these gadgets that I swear swear to God, they're going to get out of hand and it's going to push people away from it. And it always happens with games. Like, look at Fortnite right now. Obviously, like, that was huge. And now they're, they're getting into things where it's like, wh- what's, that new- what's the newest update? They have, like, some huge... Uh,
0: they did the void recently. Yeah,
2: the void. Like... Yep. It's, you know, it starts out just a simple map that has nothing futuristic about it. And now you get these crazy things because they're basically running out of ideas. So they have to get super out of the box. And I just feel like Siege is right there if they try and overbear themselves and, on the number of operators. That yeah. And to if, push out.
0: if I can jump on that, I think it's too like exactly what you're saying is that you push it so far to a point where you can't go back. So, like, you just get to this point where you've pushed it so futuristic or just so far off of what it used to be that it just isn't fun anymore. Exactly. What do you think hey, about well, that,
1: Dan? Uh, like, if we're going to compare this to, like, Ready or Not, how do you think Ready or Not's going to be able to, like, change... Basically, like keep people playing the game, like keep them wanting more. Like if it's just gonna be like everyone's basically the same person.
0: So I think. How do you if think I...
1: they're gonna add to the game to keep people interested?
0: Definitely, I think that since Andy was talking about the realisticity of it, if that's if that is there, we've never seen a game like this before, where it's down to the point of sharing ammo clips and doing all this stuff that you wouldn't see in a normal game. I think that being able to to be able to do that in a game already keeps you uh encapsulated inside that because these are things that we've never seen before and that now you're able to do and enjoy the like being in a real SWAT team and having to do things that a normal like a real SWAT team experiences
2: yeah i will jump on that it is that's the entire point that they're going for here is the realism and immersiveness of the game so they're actually promising that uh, that when you're playing this game you're basically uh it's going to take you to be able to fully explore all of the, the kind of features and really get used to the gameplay. They want you to put in, I believe it's like 25 hours before you're actually even close to getting sick of the game, which is, you know, for me, 25 hours is a pretty good chunk of time. And I, I already know I'm going to love the game, so I'll definitely play more than that. But um, they said it'll take you that long to kind of even – get fully used to the system and um, and all of the mechanics of the game.
3: They're hoping to have as much gameplay, like, as much variety of as much as 25 hours worth, even Correct. with just
1: that
2: player? Correct, well, exactly.
1: Well, the thing about Siege is that you have so many different, like, operators to choose from, is that almost, like, 99% of every single game you play is going to be, different than the last one you played. Like, there, no two games are ever going to be the same. They're ever going to play the same, like, the exact same way as the way they did before. So how is – Do you, how do you think Ready or Not's going to be able to keep that going for them?
2: So as far as that goes, um, it's hard to say, um, obviously, because I don't have all of the information. But I know as far as kind of – you know what, Darren, that is a tough question. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Cause
1: that's like, that's one of the reasons why I love siege so much is like literally it's like different basically every single time.
2: Right. Right. And I know um, what they have said uh, as far as our different game modes, I know they're going to try and um, change up the situations. They're supposed to have over a hundred different um, situations for single player. Um, so Uh, or the team base, I'm sorry. So if you're going against the AIs, so say you have your full team of eight um, and you're playing one of the missions, they're supposed to have, when the game comes out, over 100 different programmed situations. So, so, you know, when you're doing that five-on-five in Siege and each round is different because everybody plays different, you know, I think it's going to take you a long time to get through all of these 100 situations um, as a full team, you know.
1: Yeah, I could could probably see that. But, like, suppose suppose that, like, you complete all the situations and then you just go to, like, the game basically has just multiplayer left to offer where you just do, like, a siege situation where Mm all you do is play. Considering that it's only right now that we know of just, like, the same people with, like, different health, basically, and different speeds and similar guns... Like, how is that going to keep people interested, though? Do you, so, you think they're going to, like, release free DLC like Siege does?
0: So, I, I'm thinking... Uh, I was thinking about this a little bit beforehand. But I feel like if you're taking uh, SWAT team realistic and, and realism, if you're taking that, I feel like their map um, style will be different. Like, I'm talking... Because right now, you just got attack defense. Whereas <clears throat> SWAT, you can push you're pushing through water or you're you're pushing through a field something like that along the lines of no yeah it makes sense you know getting it more realistic and i think that maybe that could be a way that they do that it's just a map change Mm -hmm. that's something we haven't ever seen in siege and maybe that's what they bring to ready or not but you know obviously i'm not sure on that
2: sure And then as far as, Darren, you were saying, as far as uh, DLC and that kind of thing, um, I'm not even going to uh, say that I know that because, obviously, we don't even have a release date, so I don't know what they're going to do about DLC and trying to keep people, you know, entertained. Yeah. Um, I will say they do have a fairly cool ranking system um, that is supposed to be happening. Um, so, based on your ranking system, it's going to be very hard. It's actually going to be a lot harder to rank up. Um And there's not nearly as many ranks as siege and it's not a number ranking. So it's, you're starting out at private. um, And then I believe the top level is captain. And then once you get to captain, then you start getting a number. And then um, say you go play, you jump into the five on five or, you know, whatever the numbers end up being for player versus player. So say you jump into that and you're a captain level 20 or whatever. Um, um, If you're playing with other people, that are captains, then your number starts to play an effect. So say you have like a private, a general, and three captains with different numbers. That private is going to be lowest on the list. The general is the next up, and then those three captains based on their number ranking will be in that order of lead. So then the whoever is you know the highest ranking then is going to take lead on that mission, and then you have roles based on um, how you fall in the rankings.
3: Hmm. that's an interesting element i like the idea of actual immersion into the game because i that's what i liked about siege versus like call of duty for example where with call of duty it kind of turned into like uh just a run and gun you know like get lucky turn the corner shoot somebody just keep running and like you know for some people that works but with siege every time i play siege i get like focused you know i, I don't want to make a misstep i want to try and look at wherever i'm going i take my time and you know analyze everything That's and awesome. so i think yeah that that'd be cool if, if they went a little bit more and they were like you know you could strategize with your team or you had to strategize with mm-hmm. your team
2: mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. yeah and i think they're uh, yeah. one of the main things that they're trying to cut down on is the team killing aspect um And that's still going to they're still going to have friendly fire because obviously that's realistic, Um, but they're going to try and cut down on the team killing effect um, by doing some of these things like the strategic planning and making it such a realistic game that people are really going to want to focus and be a part of it as opposed to just, oh, I'm really bored. Let me kill my teammates yeah, that'd
1: yeah be amazing to th- get... that would be great but there's always going to be people who are just like going to be toxic like that and just want to kill their teammates and just oh, of fun for everybody
0: of course yeah there's always people out there <clears throat> yeah but i jumping into <clears throat> more of the just keeping people like engaged and into the game i think that since we've been talking about so much realism um <laughs> that like if you get a squad together like w- with your with your buddies and you guys are playing together like that, I know right now because I play Siege with with you guys and, and we never get bored of it like it never gets bored because we're always so focused and trying to like get those sweeps and get, uh you know, perfect rounds and like that by itself is fun because it's seeing if you can like do really well with your squad together
1: and get rewarded for it exactly, basically.
0: yeah <laughs> so in the same in the same sense of Ready or Not, I think that just takes it to a whole nother level, because the game's just so realistic. Mm -hmm. And so you're like, I wonder if we could do this in this round. Yeah, like, since it's supposed to be,
1: like, so incredibly realistic, like, even more so than Siege, which Siege, like, by itself, isn't, like, the most realistic game. It's definitely more realistic than Call of Duty, by far. But, like, that, you think they'll probably have, like, uh, a pro league team for it, like, so, like,
2: People oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, they already have um announced that they'll be having competitive um modes as well. Mm. As just your relaxed casual play.
1: I don't doubt yeah, it. Like, go ahead. Go ahead. Alright, I was gonna say that because uh, like in Siege, like every single room has like a name to it and like when you're doing playing competitively with friends and you're playing ranked uh like those call outs are like a hundred percent like Key to like helping your team win, like, oh, he's Absolutely. in theater or whatever. It's just like every single room has a name, and you think that Ready or Not's gonna have that, like, each room has a name kind of thing to it?
2: Yes, I think we're gonna have, um, maybe they won't. I believe what it is is coordinates, um, so you're gonna be able to kind of read the map as numbers. Um, okay, so it's so a little
1: bit more realistic then. It, right? Yeah, it'll
2: be realistic as you'll have kind of a GPS um, and it'll be, you know, uh, f- there at 45. And then you so not like Fortnite where it's like a compass, but um, the map will be numbered from a top view. And you'll be able to uh-huh. look and read from that.
1: It would be actually really interesting if um, they managed to like code it to where like every time you played, like just a normal multiplayer match in a situation that like each map you played was like procedurally generated mm-hmm. or not procedurally. Just, so like literally every single time you played, it'd be different, but it wouldn't look like crap basically. Right.
2: Right. I think that would be a
1: cool aspect because in like real life, like SWAT situations, you probably like everybody, I assume like when they enter a building or whatever it is that they're doing in a SWAT team, they've never been where they're going and like everything's new to them. I'm sure they have,
2: Right. No, absolutely. I agree with that. Um,
3: so that almost turns into a um, – what, what is that game that generated a, a new world? Like everybody had their own unique world. Um,
0: uh, Toontown?
3: <laughs> 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 but I do remember Toontown, and that was the hype game. That wasn't yeah.
2: the uh, the No Man's Sky, was it?
3: Yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um oh, a unique that. space. Uh yeah that would be cool,
2: absolutely. I think the changing maps would be you know pretty impressive, yeah
3: well, I was gonna say earlier with the whole competitiveness and you said it's coming out for p c first before anything else, like the fact that it's on p c first there's already gonna be some kind of competitiveness with it. I mean any kind of p c culture gaming has a level of competitiveness that's Always different competitive
2: products.
3: it's just it's going to be naturally competitive whether or not they announce some kind of league or not.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> no. And it is um, another thing they're really trying to focus on is the squad based gameplay. So you're really going to want to make sure that you have your squad and you play with that squad um, because uh, mics, uh microphones are actually a big key. Um, the way they're doing it is now spatially. So, um, say you know you're you 're breaching a room with your team and everybody 's together um, and you 're ready to go into that room and then somebody wants to go flank from the other side, so they start roaming off um, your microphone start slowly starts to get faded away, and then at a certain point when you 're far enough away you can 't hear the rest of your team because you 're too far away, and the mic goes out so that 's another Seriously. yeah so that 's another wow uh, stab at the realism. Um, so you have to, so with,
1: with that realism, do you think that they're going to make it so you can't see your teammates through walls like you can in siege?
2: Yes, that is, um, you are not going to be able to see the teammates through the walls.
0: That's gonna be oh, so, okay. Sure. So one more question. Um, is there, so is there any HUD on the screen?
2: Yes, yes, you will have a, a heads up display. Um, it's going to be, you know, like your normal uh, uh, bullet count, that kind of thing, okay. what gun you're using, uh, hit points. Um, however, if you are playing competitive, you do not get any of that. You will not have a heads up display in competitive mode. Wow.
0: That's cool. So, competitive is hardcore
2: mode. Yes, it's yeah, wow. practically hardcore on one of the most realistic games okay. to come to us yet. That's awesome.
3: Okay, so say whenever it comes out, um, you know, a year after it comes out, what do you think the success is of a year of this game coming out versus, let's say, Siege's first year of of
1: being released?
3: What do you
2: think?
0: Siege was not very pick?
2: good,
1: to be honest.
3: It
0: did yes. not go well. Yeah, no, Siege
2: tanked the first year, and I think the majority of the reasoning behind that is because nobody expected a shooter like this, and it's it's a whole new uh, you know, gameplay to people. Everyone's used to Call of Duty. Everyone's used to those fast-paced first-person shooters. And then you get a game like this where, you know, you're not very good at it at first and everybody else is pretty good and you just get killed every round. I remember me learning okay. Siege. Yeah, that's
1: definitely a learning curve. Definitely yeah, it, a learning curve. This it game. is.
2: And so I think it's all about, I mean, you'll definitely have that fan base from Siege kind of hopping over and Switching to this one, because I'm sure there are a lot of people like us that are going to want these new features and love the real realism of the game. Um, But I think then you are going to have those uh, ones that people, those that are a little bit shyer to it at first. But like Darren said, once they hit that learning curve and they start to kind of embrace the game, I think it attracts a little more people than Siege because of the realism. And if they do decide to start uh, letting out more items and things like more customization, I think that's going to be a huge factor of keeping people as well. Hmm.
1: So I got something to add real quick is that, uh, so in Siege, uh, there's a whole lot of destructibility in Siege where you can like breach walls and like breach reinforced walls and like the floors and ceilings and whatnot. Do you, is ready or not, do you know going to have a similar aspect to that where there's like breachable and like non-breachable walls, floors, or ceilings?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So um, one of the coolest things um, that uh, they do about that or about the walls and everything. Um, So you're going to be able to break down a wall um, but you need to have that class slash weapon picked out, um, and then so each you know one of the heavier classes might have say uh, like a crowbar, or actually one of them is going to have a battering ram. Um, so that's going to be like a heavy enforce unit. Nice. And, and the thing with that is you, um, which is kind of pretty realistic. Once you use that weapon, it's pretty much useless because you've used it once. And you're not trying to pick up, you know, this super heavy battering ram and use that again. Yeah, that makes sense. So um, they're making those bigger weapons like that um, a one and done thing. And then you're still going to get like grenades and even a nitro cell, um, like remote bombs. So you'll be able to use those um, as far. But this is also very cool. So say you you put it on a wall and it's on like the corner of a house. When you blow up that nitro cellar grenade, that causes that corner of the house to fall. So the map is going to have repercussions based on explosives and things that we use.
1: Okay, so it's probably a lot more uh, destructible than siege.
2: Exactly. Yeah, you're going to get yeah, much a... more of a destructive feel because everything is uh, more realistic. Cool.
0: Back to the um, back to the wall thing. So, in like Call of Duty, there's like Full Metal Jacket like uh, on the rounds, armor-piercing rounds. Is that something that you know that we could see in um, Ready or Not, whereas you can put a mod on your type of bullet where it can shoot through uh, reinforced walls?
1: It's got a higher penetration.
0: Right, right.
2: Not at the moment. Um, I do not know anything about bullet customization. Um, I do know there is weapon customization. Um, So I don't know if that's actually going to be mechanical where we can see, you know, improvements on the weapons or if it's just um, purely aesthetic. Okay. um, And for the look of the weapon. Um, So all I know is that there's going to be your difference in classes. So maybe say the LMG has more firepower and can shoot through like a You know, say like a castled wall or something, um, whatever their equivalent is. Um, So I think that might be it. But I wouldn't be surprised if there is some sort of because, you know, in real life, we have uh, reinforced bullets and uh, heavier made bullets and things like that. So I wouldn't be surprised if they may be tossed in something like that. Absolutely.
3: Another question I had with uh, a game mechanic, more of a minor game mechanic, but with healing and uh, medic. Is there going to be an aspect of that as well? I I know they want to focus on the realism. So you can't really get like 10 times and then have somebody just come up and pick you up and and you're fine. Is there some kind of focus on that as well?
2: Yes. So I believe um, what it is, uh, once you go down for the first time, because you are able to uh, be wounded. uh, So what it'll be is one person obviously is going to, most likely have that medic, um, ability. Um, I don't okay. know whether that gets picked or say, you know, somebody just gets that role. Um, I don't know that. Um, however, I know there is a medic. And then once you're down on um, what it is, it's going to be a much longer process. Um, and you actually have to, it's going to be, uh, uh, it's going to be removing a bullet. Um, so you'll use a kit to remove the bullet and then you stitch them up really quick. So, this is again a long process because you actually have to do those things. Um, I believe it's just going to be holding down a button, but um, you'll be able to do those processes. And then once once you're healed up um you're limited as to what you can actually do so say you're a heavy guy what you're a heavy class with like the lmg and then you get shot and the medic heals you um you're going to only be able to say use you know like a, a pistol as opposed to your big lmg oh, wow. you're, do- you're not going to be able to take the uh you know the force of that gun so you're going to be limited in what you can do after you're revived wow
0: interesting that's pretty cool yeah that's awesome man it's good to see a game get so, you know, like all the little things get so well done. See, I, that's what I was going to talk about because
3: uh, Red Dead 2 just came out. And if for anybody who's played Red Dead 2, the realism and the detail that they put into it is unreal. They have put so much detail into the small, small things you wouldn't even think about, like uh, the physics of running into a tree or your hair growing or <laughs> the fact that you need
2: to eat to
3: survive. That kind of yeah, thing. if you eat too much,
2: you get fat. If you don't eat enough, you're yeah. skin and bones.
3: Yeah, so there's there's a shift that's happening in games where it's becoming more and more realistic. And you, you'll still have those games, kind of like what we talked about, where they get kind of bizarre. It's what Fortnite is turning into and what Call of Duty has already turned into, where they just get very futuristic and almost unrealistic and just impossible. But there's a lot of games that are coming out now that they're starting to incorporate the realistic aspect. You know, we had, like, maybe, like, the closest thing, like, popular game was GTA Five, maybe. And then Red Dead came in and just blew that out of the water. And now with this, like, there could be a really cool shift that's happening as far as the whole realistic gaming goes.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that t- it takes competitive gaming to a whole nother place, too.
1: Yeah,
3: it's definitely oh, for a pleasant
0: sure.
1: contrast compared to what we've been recently getting from AAA titles and whatnot.
0: Exactly, yeah. I mean, there's just so much happening in this game that has just never been seen before.
3: Yeah, I'm excited for this shift, honestly. I, like, I, I pay attention to the smaller details in games and kind of wonder why they didn't do it. A certain way. And now I'm getting almost overwhelmed by the fact that there are details that I can't, yeah. I, I just don't pick up. And I would have never thought
0: it's really cool and, to be surprised. And you me. know, that's what makes a, a a game so great, though, is the small details.
3: Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They build up and it really makes a difference. Exactly.
2: Yeah, the more I say, uh, the more I'd say um, that surprises you in a game and that you, you kind of go, holy shit, like I wouldn't normally. Um, think of something like that and then it's there for you. It's kind of an awesome feeling to get that out of a game, especially with multiple things. I agree.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's just great to see developers doing this kind of thing, even if it takes a, a long amount of time, you know, just to, just to get something to a point where it's it's well done and you know that people are going to uh, like put time, to, time into it. <clears throat>
1: yeah for sure for sure i'd definitely like to have like a more polished game rather than people just like releasing things year after year like uh assassin's Creed, but you know
2: (laughs) (laughs) absolutely no guys but that is um that is ready or not like i said it's been two years in the making uh don't have a release date yet but if we get one i will let you guys know perfect for sure definitely excited
0: me too. This is good. Yeah, it's it
2: has a pretty large following already and like I said I've been following it for at least a year now
0: mm-hmm. um, and I could not be more excited with all yeah. stuff, all the stuff I keep
2: reading about it, you know.
0: Yeah, I mean that's awesome. Is there a page that uh you could you could tell us about to follow or anyone um, wants to get involved?
2: So if you you know if you want to go really deep into it, you can hit all the Reddit and subreddits about it um which, you know, that's That's a lot of speculation anyway, but um, their main page, um, actually, if you just Google ready or not, um, it'll take you to it. It'll take you to the ready or not homepage uh, and it'll actually be voidinteractive.net, and then it's the developer blog teaser and beyond. So it kind of has a bunch of facts and everything for you. Perfect.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, anybody listening, if you want to go follow the ready or not page, uh, just like Andy said, go Google it take a look at it, uh, do whatever you want to it. Do you, any of you have anything else to say on this one? Any other points you want to bring up?
1: I think we've covered everything I've thought about.
3: Yeah, I think all the uh, questions, any other further questions you can find out on
0: the Reddit page.
2: Absolutely.
0: For sure. All right, well, that closes this episode For on a lower note. I just want to thank Darren again for joining us uh yeah, I could be here. yeah perfect yeah i mean this clo- so this closed our discussion on rainbow Six Siege versus ready or not uh that release date um again what what was that release date, andy unclear unclear so you know if you if you're super excited about this go take a look at the page maybe you can see more on it in the coming months um and that does it for us and we hope to see you guys in the next episode